When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Know what's happening? It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. Guys, it's in the huddle. Follow us in the huddle uh, pod at in the huddle pod on YouTube. Follow Baldy. Follow Jason Lacanfora, who's a part of this podcast as well. As we bring you all the things around the NFL, looking ahead to this weekend's games. Um, Baldy, uh, we don't know if Tyreek Hill is going to play, but I want to ask you about the Patriots and what you saw and why they had success last week. We know this offense has been abysmal. All of a sudden, you know, Mac, Mac Jones looked like a real quarterback in this league. They made a few plays, but defensively is, you know, is this a team that you feel like that's, what's going to keep them in games. Now they have the dolphins this weekend. Again, we don't know the cheetah situation, but what did you see last week with the Patriots? And what do you feel about them this weekend? Well, it was, a, it was a classic Bill Belichick game, honestly, where they just said, okay, this is what we're going to do to Josh Allen. We're going to keep him in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to let him run. We're not going to let him break the pocket and get these big 15-yard runs, extending drives. Where they get enough, they, they, they totally eliminated that from him. And then they said, okay, if he does get out of the pocket, then because they rushed three a lot, and they dropped eight, and these guys at the second level, as soon as Josh Allen would break, they would just sprint to him. And it would affect – the throw the passing game. And I said at the beginning of the show, like there's just not enough passes between Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis or Stephon Diggs or pick a tight end where it's on timing, where the ball just he hits his back step and the ball comes out. You just don't see enough of that right now. And when he gets on the move, yes, he can play, he can make splash Josh Allen type plays. But they didn't make enough of them the other day. And so that was that. And then New England, they cranked up the run game for the first year, first time all year. You've been talking about it. You've been talking about it. Yeah, like they they got – I mean, they ran – well, they they finally, I think, found the offensive line. Michael Wenyu played right tackle. They've had a terrible right tackle play. You know, they they got, I think, their best five out there right now. They got a rookie in there, um, you know, at right guard. Uh, Strange got back at left guard. Like they actually got the five offensive linemen that actually can move the line of scrimmage. They got them in the game, and I thought Ramondre – you know, he had a big play in the screen game. Um, but in the run game, they pounded it the way I think they've always wanted to this year. They've just had so many offensive line changes and injuries, they haven't been able to get to it. But I expect the line that started last week with um, with a with, with a Wenyu and C.D. Sal, right guard, and Andrews, Strange, and then uh, Trent Brown, I figure that's the line that they want to go to, to war with. And it made a difference. And then defensively, it was just classic Belichick, like, Play your techniques, like all the stuff we've heard in sound bites over the years. Like they played it the way he demands and expects them to play it. Baldy, I'm not sure what's going on with Deshaun Watson. I don't know if you've heard anything. I have no idea what the hell the deal is. I was there in Indianapolis, Carl. That that before he head bounced off the turf, he was awful. He was all not just awful, but you could tell his arm isn't right. Like I don't know what's the damage in the shoulder. He made a, a throw across his body into the middle of the field. The ball was just – it had no juice on it at all. We expect Deshaun Watson to have an arm like the elite arms in his league. Yep. He doesn't have that right now. 
And then the decision-making was poor. And so I don't know the update, the status. I'm going, I'm going to be in Seattle this weekend for the game. I mean, I think he cleared the, the protocol during the game. He had his helmet in his hand. Like he could go in any time. Coach's decision. decided not to put him in. Yeah. Um, as we know right now on Thursday, guys, he's not starting Sunday. PJ Walker is going to start again at Seattle. Uh, and again, tough place to go play. Both teams are four and two. Listen, we've talked about the Browns defense and Baldy. It's dominant, right? Secondary has been good. Miles Garrett. I mean, what he, the, the jumping over the line thing last week was bananas. Yeah. But, but, uh, I say that statistically the Browns defense has been good. But it's the offense, right? That's why they've struggled. And then you see this issue with, with Deshaun Watson. And now people are saying, all right, return on investment. Browns are not getting it. We gave you 250 guaranteed. We understand you had off the field issues. All right, we're past that. Now we're dealing with injury issues and you can't help us. Like this has become a thing. So I don't know how serious it is and I don't know how long he's going to be out. But P.J. Walker, again, as we speak today, is set to start against Seattle. And by the way, Seattle's three and a half point favorite. We've talked about it, Baldy. I like this Seattle team, man. I, I mean, I, I just do. I don't know what it is about them, but I kind of just dig them. You know what it is, Carl? Like, I love Seattle, uh, and I love what they're doing. Like, one thing – I've said this on this podcast before, Carl. The one thing I really admire about Pete Carroll is he he plays his rookies. He played his freshman at USC. Like, last week, he's got two rookies that were – no DK Metcalf. Yeah. So here's Jake Bobo, right? And, you know, and here's Jackson Smith and Jigba. And they're throwing it to the rookies, you know, and then you say, okay, well, that's nice. Gino's on his game. And then they've got a rookie, Oluwatimi, playing center. And, you know, and they got Bradford, a rookie right guard. And then you watch Devin Weatherspoon play. You can't take your eyes off this kid, Carl. I've never seen maybe Ronnie Lott. Like, I'm a little fuzzy going back to 1980. But, like, maybe Ronnie Lott hit like this as a rookie at corner. But I've never seen a corner play like this. This kid is a the phenomenal kid, player. Kid out of Illinois, right? Yeah. 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 First, first corner. Like, nobody – this kid hits – like, he hits harder than almost any player in this whole league right now. And it, he made those those Arizona receivers last week think twice about go, coming into his airspace. Um, I, I, I love Seattle. I, I just love the way they're constructed. I love the way they play. I like the way they emphasize things. They got three tight ends that can all play. Rookie receivers out there, no DK, we'll, we'll throw to them. Um, I'm worried about Cleveland a little bit. You know, I know the defense was ranked number one. The Colts had 450 yards of offense. I know. 450 yards. Like, I know Minshew got the ball knocked out of his hands a couple times, you know, and, and that's just Miles Garrett being Miles against young tackles. Like, that's a – Shane Steichen needed to give a little bit more help there. But, like, they went up and down the field on Cleveland. Like, they, like they were just – and also ran team, you know, and they put up 38 points, Carl. I know. Like, I'm, I don't know. I talked to Schwartzy before the game, and, you know, you talk to Jim, you're going to get a mouthful of swag, and I love Jim. <laughs> you know, but he's he's very confident guy. And and then they went out there, and the Colts just went up at, you know, big, long runs. You know, both Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss both had, you know, big days. And I'm worried about Cleveland. Like, there's no Rudy Ford this year, uh, this this week. He's out. Um I don't know, like they, you know, they're offensively. I'm, I'm a little worried about them right now. Yeah, the offense is is stagnant, and I'm not sure even if Deshaun when he comes back. And let's be honest, no Nick Chubb is a huge deal. 
Like, you can't discount the injury to Nick Chubb. And I know it's been weeks now, and you have guys next man up, but they don't have that Nick Chubb guy. And that running game right now is not what it was, even though I think they have some reliable players. 